Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode. Hey, guess what? Before we get into it, you might have heard, I am drafted to the two Ramagpies as a part of the Carlton Draft. I'm going to be playing a game, dominating, kicking six, and then resetting at quarter time. For the first time in Carlton Draft history, one lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT, Erin Phillips, to play as a wild card. How bloody good's that? If you want to enter this now to get her down to your football club, visit thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com. Hello, my beautiful friends and family. Guess what? I am back. I am back. Third time lucky. My third time drafted in my life. I'll be making a return to footy as a part of the Carlton Draft, along with some big household names. Not as big as my name, but uh, some quite big names. Isaac Smith, Trent Cotchin, Matty Lloyd, Lee Montagna. Some of the all-time greats of our game, as I've just mentioned. One lucky Victorian women's community club will get the chance to draft the AFLW GOAT Erin Phillips to play as a wild card. How bloody good is that? If you're a part of women's community footy and you are keen to get Erin down, enter now at thecarltondraft.com.au. That's thecarltondraft.com.au. Your coin spot. My name is Deborah, Dylan's mum. Welcome to the Dylan Friends Podcast. Many ways I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Tears. 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 Strength. I'm like, I run. She's like, yeah. everyone runs. I'm like, but does everyone go to the yeah. Olympics? They're sitting there meditating, going, oh my God, I think I'm meditating. How this is this? meditating. It's like, <laughs> they had a Wu Tang call. I was like, yo, Dylan, thanks for getting us in. Just love it's it. knuckle puck time. Yeah. It's like, it's like, <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. Welcome back to Dylan Friends. Special episode today. Tommy Horstey Sheridan and Sammy, the producer Sam. We're here. We're excited. This is the BNF episode, lads. 2021. It's been a big year, to say the least. Big. And sorry, I'll just quickly say Coinspot. Thank you so much to Coinspot. Australia's largest cryptocurrency and Bitcoin trading platform. We love Coinspot. Thanks, They're putting Coinspot. this on. Say thanks. The big thank you, actually. Yeah. The Bitcoin's on the floor. We're going to buy in after this episode. Well, yeah, we will. <laughs> and we'll be crunching them. Um, boys, welcome. Tommy, just quickly first to you. How are you, my friend? You're looking well. Good to have you back in the state. It's good to be here, mate. You know, BNF <laughs> night is where we both do our best thing because we don't get a vote and we uh, sit there and drink a lot of, uh, what do we got here, bloke in a bar beer, yeah, which, is, which is going well. And mm. thanks for having me. And it's good to be back in Melbourne, boys. Mm. Yeah. You've been in Perth all year? Uh, I've been everywhere, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's good to be here. And there's a lot of exciting news to come today. You were telling me earlier. Yeah, there is a lot of exciting. And quickly on yourself, let's get this out of the way. Um, we love Rick's here, <laughs> don't we? Fucking love it. We love but Rick's We fucking love it. Like, let's just plug it up. Yeah, we like, love it. Anyone that needs sunnies, it's 32 today. Like, yeah, geez. Geez, you, you had a new range out recently, yeah. didn't you? Tommy? New York collection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think yeah. would confuse a few people. I think, yeah, because we're in Melbourne. In, yeah. Mm. So I thought that'd be cool yeah. marketing, but we'll, no. we'll, do, we'll do one on Australia next yeah. year. New T-shirts, actually, just a little summer. Oh, there you I go. Just it today. Yeah, that's yeah. very similar to the Dylan Friends Tony Green. That yeah, one, I just actually. told yeah. the bloke from Camprint, just copy it. Yeah, whatever his top seller is. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're nice. <laughs> yeah, love that. There we go. Hey, um, Sammy Bonds, how are you, my friend? You're going well. Wonderful. Thank I, you. I don't yeah. let him on the mic too much. So today, oh, I, he's a bit nervous. Yeah, he's yeah. What are you shaking for, mate? No, yeah, no, yeah. Well, it's his first beer. Not as easy, is it, behind the mic? Can't see it, but the hands are sweaty. It's his first No, I'm good. I'm really good. Thanks, mate. Yeah. To wrap up the year, good to finish up with you. Get away from you for a bit. Yeah, we had golf this morning. I was about to say, yeah. Cloggers golf this morning um, mm. got very competitive. Yeah, who won? I won. It was a good game. It was a good game. Yeah, it, it would have gone game. to the last hole, but Goz, yeah, Goz said, you know, oh, I see your ball down the is yeah. down a fairway, and no, he's gone. so bad, so bad. Like he not even as, driver, he's so he? no man, like can't even hit it. It's so he's sort of so bad that it's not even fun to laugh at. 
it's sort of like you feel bad. Oh, you don't want to play with those yeah, blokes. So does he crack his shits as well? And no, no he's just, right. just, but just not fun. Yeah. We played this morning, all our boys, and I had a stinker. Yeah. You know, when you hit an eight, then a birdie, and then an eight, I was like, no, this is uh, it's a, it's a tough game. Um, boys, but today, some big things happening. Like, we're going to review the year. Going to thank everyone so much from the bottom of our heart for listening, and we're going to crown the victor. And we're also going to speak to some fans. We're going to be calling some legends that have get us uh, get it through. They they voted through, you know, at Dylan Friends on Instagram. Um, they voted for their BNF winner. They put some fucking incredible feedback through. Feedback that is just I can't even read it without crying. It's just, honestly it's beautiful. Um, it's been a very overwhelming you know, week Because as I said it, it has been a tough year But sometimes when you get that interaction With the people that love it the most It, it has been really special to me So um, first we'll start Maybe Let's yeah. get into it first Okay let's Reflect Yeah let's reflect That's a good way to start um, Let's start with what's been uh, What's been the biggest Biggest learning For you this year Tell me we'll go to you second Biggest learning for me this year Has been And what I've been most proud of At you know Dylan Friends, Producey, List Cloggers, our group has just been like, we have never, we have definitely, sorry, we have definitely complained, definitely, you know, felt sorry for ourselves, but we've always just moved on so quickly. And we've always just gone like, fuck this, let's, what's the best thing we can do? What's the next thing we can do? Talking about, you know, COVID, all these things being dealt our way, they haven't been in our control, but we just kept pushing through and, um, and getting it done, whether that was getting shit online, Pivoting to fucking Zoom, which we hated. We mm. genuinely hated doing that, but we we're just like, we've just got to do it um, because we want to keep keep moving and, and not let this get the best of us. And um, yeah, like just a big thank you to everyone for keeping doing that. Without the fans, I will say this a lot. Without like the listeners, we it would have been so hard to. Well, one, if we didn't have listeners, we wouldn't probably be doing it. And two, it was just like the record, the the love we're getting each week of just people messaging through, just being like, oh, you know, this this was awesome. This made my week. It's just like, fuck, how can you not? How can you not keep going? Mm, that's it's great. Beautiful. Especially when you've got nothing to do, you want to listen to something or mm. get, you know, if your episodes are getting everyone up in the morning. So well done, guys. You're number one podcast in the in the land for a reason. Mm. We're the best producer behind mm. the scenes. Yeah. Mm. There you go. Mm. What about you, Tommy? First oh. year out of footy? First year out of How'd footy is tough, it? actually. That, that's one thing I've learned. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, yeah. Oh, it's hard for me to comment on, you know, all that stuff. I was, I was, it was a very tough year. I, uh, as much as everyone thinks I was on holidays a lot of the time, I was, um, I was trying to come back to Victoria for about three months at a week at a time and dodging from blokes' houses and couches and mates' houses. And shout in the end, uh, yeah, big shout out to every single bloke I know in WA. Um, but yeah, it was quite tough. Um, and obviously having friends and family back here. What'd you learn? What I learned? Um, oh, mate, I don't know. I don't really know where to start. It's a bit hard just to pinpoint one thing. Um, I learned how uh, how lucky I am, to be honest, to have people over there like that to uh, look after me. And that's um, lovely. I learned life's quite short. And that's why I kind of just picked up my bags and left with one suitcase because I didn't want to be st- stuck. I wanted to keep moving. And um, like you said, you've got to mm. keep pivoting. And that's why I did it. I wanted to make sure that I could be around more people, um, activate, you know, launch that American Aces stuff, which was incredibly hard, as you know. I yeah. didn't really know what I was doing. Had no team, um, three different production teams in one month. Just the whole, all that kind of stuff was hard. And running yeah. the sunglass brand and business with delays. But um, here we are It's good to be back In normality um, mm. And good to see Me old friends In person Not on Zoom Like you yeah. said Well it's good to have you Back in Melbourne It is big Big fella It's always good to see you And just you know on that. the um, I love you You know that Can't wait to bash you later <laughs> And then get into Getting into the Dylan Friends side of things yeah. 
Um, why don't we start with what guest surprised you the most? There's probably oh. one more for Dill than you, yeah. Tommy, unless you've, well, been, you, unless you've been tuning you in every episode. You obviously listen to every episode. Love him. I'll get around every single episode. We'll get, we'll get our favourite. We'll, we'll get our favourite. Yeah. I'm sure I think the one, not that surprised me the most, but I think the one that I was so happy with and, you know, besides, it's so hard to say there's a favourite of the year, but I think this one just because it wasn't, as a bigger name guest is what we get. Um, this person is obviously incredible in their industry and my, one of the most successful people of all time that's seen. But Nick Stone... I was about coming, to say yeah, that. I didn't want to say it. Yeah, but yeah. Him coming into the studio, like, and, you know, I was just like a kid in Kenny, so just listening to his story. And obviously something that I've found a passion for is, like, the business side of things and how people do it and to hear his story of how he's gone over, you know, not being dealt an easy run um, in footy. Like, obviously, you know, like whatever he's done, What's we his all. Background again? Well, his background um, was he's from Melbourne. He um, played for three clubs. Yep. He um, was, you know, had seven the, the years yeah seven there. years. You know, Backup. list clogger basically. He referred mm. to himself. That's his words. And um, yeah, just went over that. And, and the whole time was studying, you know, in banking, investment banking. Went over to the states, did investment banking, raised a lot of money. Then decided there's a gap in the market for coffee. I'm going to go over there and create a coffee, and not just a coffee store. He created a coffee franchise. That is now rivaling Starbucks empire. in the US, and it's an absolute empire. And um, even since that show, you know, like he's been such a a um, really good just mentor slash just connection to have that he's just been giving feedback and um, yeah, someone that I just really respect what he's been able to do. Love that episode. Um, so if you haven't heard that one, make sure you do. It's one of the ones that maybe you might not have stumbled across if you if you're not an avid listener. He he kind of sits in in between the categories of like footy. And miscellaneous like other stuff. Yeah. Like business is why we got him in. Yeah. So he probably sits in that in that second category of like you know people doing different things. Yep. What? Who are some of the other ones in that kind of category? Oh, yeah. Well, I'd say um, Changu with Jeff, um, Hawthorne superstar. You know his story about his his, his family's journey from South Sudan um, to Australia was just fucking so eye opening. Um, so so eye opening. I loved um, Kane Corns' podcast. Like getting him on. Um, you know, I didn't. I've never met Kane playing footy. I haven't listened to that. Yeah, what's he like? He's just, it, mate. Like, he why is, he, why is he so ruthless well, on players? Like Walsh, Sam Walsh, right? At yeah. The start of the, I remember saying. Well, he explains it. If you listen to it, he'd explain oh, it. To yeah, yeah. <laughs> he talks about playing a role. Like he is a lot like you. He loves American sports, and his idols are these guys like Bill Simmons and. Um, you know, I can't remember yeah, their yeah, names. Yeah. The guys that just call it. Stephen A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. He loves it, and he wants to bring that to. Um, you know Australia, yeah. and that's what he does. And and he, I think the biggest thing that was awesome for me was hearing people's when he explained his ethos on what he does. It really changed people's opinions on how professional he actually is. Like he doesn't go out and just say something. He's calculated. He'll yeah. say something to get a reaction, but he has to believe in it too. Um, and you know, with the Sam Smith thing, uh, Sam Smith, Sam Walsh thing that you brought up, like he said, he put his hand and goes, "I got this wrong. I fucked up. <laughs> this kid is a star." Like he says that, mm. but. People, you know, you, you hear what you want to hear, and that's fair enough. It's it's good for the game, and I think he's I think he's the best media person for the game. How exciting does he make footy? Like, yeah, oh, with it's these good. Calls? You need more blokes, you the need pop it. blokes. But yeah, I just remember him. I don't really look at the media. But I just remember that one early in the year. Yeah, just, I remember messaging him whole year, like I think two weeks later, saying, "Mate, keep sticking it up." And yeah, just, I hate it when blokes jump on, but I guess that's his role, and he's got to. 
he's got to jump in and he plays the villain a bit, yeah. doesn't he? That's his game plan a little yeah. bit. Yeah, um, he does. Yeah, he does it. Uh, you know, he's doing it well. He is. But I think another one to that, which was a recent one, which has caught a lot of that perception versus reality. Maybe what you thought of someone versus when you hear them speak, like Murph's episode. Just recently, um, I've had so much Carlton supporters and AFL supporters just be like, "Wow." Like from what we thought And then what actually happened Behind the scenes What yeah, he went through stories, yeah. It's just like Complete And he was like a battering ram A battering ram Because you know He's a captain of a club That's not performing And he took all of that on Yeah like, It's a of sign it. of character for him That's why he's a good man It is um, Another really good one I absolutely love Chantal Otten Dylan Alcott's partner She's a psychologist Slash sexologist yeah, that's what yeah, it's called. Yeah, the psycho sexologist. Jeez, that yeah, that's what it's called. <laughs> so she was awesome. She's talking about relationships, and I think it's something that you know me as a young bloke. I was just not very confident at all, mm. and I'd pretend I was. Um, I had no fucking idea. Mm. Still don't um, on those things. But she was awesome to come in, and then another one getting my childhood mates in, Mike Christie's and Phil um, Felipe Palermo from Untitled Group. Who, who uh, that is a probably another one on the Nick Stone level that these guys what they do. Um, and this is what I want to do in more in 2022 is just get people that aren't as well known, but just have these fucking incredible stories. Because yeah. everyone has, a, I could interview anyone, Sam, fucking bloke out the front, yeah. lady around the street. Mm. Everyone, well. everyone has <laughs> a, a good story. Yeah. Everyone. It's all about a good story, man. It's all, it's all about a good story. So these guys from Untitled Group, if you haven't heard that one, please do. Mike Christie's Phil Palermo. They, you know, run Beyond the Valley, all these festivals that... Um, you know their stories are unbelievable. To give one, you know, at twenty years of age, they're a million dollars in debt, mm. and now they're living at their parents' place. Living at their parents' place, and they had to, you know, this year they, with Dylan Alcott, they raised four hundred k for Ability Fest, um, which is a you know a festival to support people with disability, um, and, and they ran all the biggest festivals in the world. They also pivoted in COVID because they couldn't do live events yeah, to doing investing. You know, they they were one of the early investors in Mister Yum that app on. Thing, which is checking just, out and like yeah ordering, now it's just like ordering. fucking yeah. huge yeah that's so. massive. yeah and just from like behind the scenes like those are the ones that like tick up heaps more in the long run in yeah the listenership yeah. yeah like people people jump on that and, you know yeah no you're so it. right like yeah it's not one of those ones where people are like oh i know that big guy. name i'm yeah. gonna listen to it it's like those are the ones that are really rewarding because they might be a slower grind but you can tell people are sending them and they, they just substance. keep going yeah. yeah so that one was yeah, probably one of my favourites too. The Dylan Friends 2021 BNF episode is brought to you by our beautiful friends at Coinspot. We love Coinspot. Thank you so much for all your love and support this year. Coinspot is trusted by over 2 million Aussies, including myself, and it's the easiest place to buy, sell, and swap Bitcoin and over 300 other digital currencies on the internet. You can verify your license within seconds and buy Bitcoin on Australia's number one platform. Our friends at Coinspot are offering all loyal Dylan Friends listeners $10 worth of free Bitcoin when they sign up and make their first deposit. And there's no such thing as a minimum deposit. $10 of Bitcoin, how good? Users will need to sign up using the code DILL123 or jump on coinspot.com.au forward slash join forward slash DILL123, which will also be in the show notes. So jump on, sign up, and join Australia's number one platform, Coinspot. Let's go. What was your favourite? My favourite? Oh, I didn't write one. Yeah. What was your, we'll have a um, think. What was your... I actually it, really yeah. liked uh, Mark Wales, the, yeah. the, you know, the SAS commander. Just because it was something so different to like what we usually do, yeah, had shades of like you know, footy kind of mentality mm. and like being in a team, but actually like a but warrior, like life and death. Yeah, and he had some stories that were absolutely harrowing, but he he was also just such a calm like 
yeah. easy to talk to guy, which you know you might not think is the case. Yeah. You might think yeah. they're going to be really hectic and crazy. So he was really good. I loved him as well. Like how funny was it when he walked in and he's like this fucking mammoth of the man. Like oh, he's yeah. so big. He looks like he fights bears. So big. <laughs> but he said that even in the SAS, you know, people like him don't normally get in because they're too big. Yeah. Like it's, it's actually like I thought that. You know, they'd all be massive. They're all like very small, like stringy. Yeah. So what I'm trying to say is, I could join the SAS if I wanted to. Gee, yeah. 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 All the guys on the bus that have the tattoos and look like they're bikies. Yeah. Last five minutes. Did he touch on? Um, I haven't listened to that one. Did he touch on anything about post blokes that come back? Yeah, he did. Yeah, PTSD. He spoke a lot about it. That's one of his biggest missions now. Is it. yeah, he experienced it himself. Yeah. Um, it's. Yeah, it's an issue. Very right? big yeah. issue, yeah. Because they get programs, they're wired so well, and then they, it's hard to come. It's like a, it's like a website. You yeah. Know, you code it, decoding it, and then recoding it. Oh, he spoke a lot about that. it. Yeah, it was unbelievable, like, what he had to say and how important. Like, I think we talk a lot to footy players, which is great, but, you know, it can get repetitive. And you speak about that transition because, you know, we've been oh, through how fucking been, hard it is. Oh, what's the... But, well, imagine, yeah, but imagine it being, you know, we have support from the AFL Players Association. You know, we are set up... Better than most mm. industries to transition. Yeah. Imagine being in the army with that. They don't have a like no, 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 it's, a it's, special way to go out. They're just like bang, see you later. It's, yeah, and you're going from life or death yeah. type of operation now yeah. to sport, and then as coming back to a norm, you know normal world. Yeah. It's completely yeah, it's a bit more serious. Yeah, well, my my fun. favorite was Stony as well. I'm I'm I'm, I'm shattered you said it because we're going to talk about him again. Yeah. But he's a great man. But his story is incredible. I've actually heard it with um, another podcast, but yours was great because it was all new content yeah. around the same bloke. Spoke to um, Stoney as well um, early in the year, but he's just such a nice guy, isn't he? And it's good because he's one of those blokes. I guess me and Dill in that category, but there's all the superstars of footy and then there's obviously off-field. And to see a bloke that was... Um, there's a lot of blokes that we know that have done this, but they don't get the shot, but they just keep working at it. And mm. seven years is more of a... Like, if you if you talk to an actual player, to have more years versus games is probably more of a testament to your character because you yeah. need the backups. You need all those blokes. And they're kind of the guys behind the scenes that are driving the show no yeah. matter and they're not even getting a game and their standards are through the roof so he's obviously taken that through um life and yeah i've been to his cafes many a times yeah. i've actually got a story i told you before but i've run into a celebrity that we had sunny's like oh, yeah. we sent sunny's to yeah. nina and um really big name she's in a massive netflix series and i was rocking the dylan friends t-shirt i remember and, the photo yeah and i um i was at bluestone lane in la and i I went up to her and I was like, oh, I better go up and say hello. Like, it's a bit weird, but it, she does wear the sunnies and I'm from Australia. Who cares? Like, yep. oh, and Timmy and him were with me. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going up. So I went up to her and as I like, you know what I'm thinking? What am I going to say? Oh, opening line. She's just going, oh my God, I love your t-shirt. And I'm just completely, I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's me, mate. He's got a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and then, she yeah, got, got, th- got through care. to the, yeah, thanks for yeah. wearing her sunnies. And I thought we better send a selfie. So, Oh, that's great. I um, remember that. Yeah, but that was my last memory at, at Stoney's Cafe. It's mm-hmm. unbelievable. And yeah. all his food and, you know, his drinks, they're all named after like iconic Places in um, in Sydney, you know, in Australia, yeah. and, uh, all the meal, like you know, American. What's an example? Well, just like oh, I think it's like you know Bondi. You oh, know, whether yeah. it's I can't remember what the juices are called, but whether it's called yeah. Tamarama or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got a really good Australian vibe to it. But even the like you know, you just smashed over. You just don't get that in America, yeah. like anywhere else. So Americans would love it. As when well, you go yeah. to a cafe, it's an Australian run by Stony. It's it's a treat yeah, when you're over there. So love that episode. Loved it. Yeah. Um, one other question I reckon would be interesting for the listeners. Mm-hmm. What are some of the guests you missed out on that you're going to try and get in 2022? Mm. Like, it's so obvious, but Daniel Ricardo would just be unbelievable to get. Um, Scotty uh, James as well. I'd love yeah. to get him on. 
Um, What's his background again? He's a snowboarder. Yeah, just looks like a really cool dude. Love his love his vibe. Um, and then the one I reckon, like nearly the one that's just like the holy grail for me, because I just love this guy and what he's what he. I, I don't really actually know that much about him, but I just love his music and. It was at a really weird time for me. I was like really connecting to his music. It's Vance Joy. Vance Joy. Yeah. Yeah. Large. He's we need. Top of the list. We need him on. I'm sure he's listening. Hey, let's get in. Let's get into the countdown because this is why we're here. We're going to go from ten to six. I'm going to talk it through. Ten. See who is there. The tenth episode voted, and it's very uncanny that one of these men is here. Was the f- uh, grand final preview? Oh, we snuck in. Trino. Tony That's huge Nick Barlow Oh well, on behalf of the boys yeah. On behalf of the boys We would just We would love to thank the fans That's unbelievable yeah. Top 10 Top 10 Jeez it was a good laugh I remember being on Maddie Tabernard's couch And I said Can you get out your house baby? Man, I've, got this, I've got this podcast <laughs> yeah. coming up Yes you're kidding aren't you? How long I'm like well it depends When Dill tells me when to go online That's a cracker That was a great episode though it's, I love the whole energy Of more than one person yeah. Especially us Like Jesus We could sit here and talk shit But having a couple other blokes To get into each other um, Number 9 Zach Butters Zach people yeah. love this this episode and I loved it too. Tell us about it. Well, just Zach Butters, absolute legend of a kid. Um, just I think I loved the way he went about it um, on field and even more off field. Like he's got an incredible story of just resilience. But he talked a lot about his um, upbringing and his family uh, history with you know um, with addiction and and a bit of, you know mental health and whatnot. So you know for him to come on and be vulnerable like that, I think it's just. You know that actually really helped me a lot in yeah. in what I did the week later with um, the imperfects. I, I honestly think if he didn't come on and talk to me about what his sister had been through with addiction, I wouldn't have done what I did with the imperfects the week later. Yeah, hundred percent. He was a brave kid for doing yeah. that. Um, yeah, I don't know if it's like being on like a big stage or what, but he is so mature for his age. Mm. Just like the humility and just like not being, yeah. you know, an arrogant young football or anything like that. He's yeah. just such a nice kid. And is he Wallen? Is he from, is it Butters from Wallen? Was he, was he? Gippsland, I think. No, no, sorry. No, he's from um, Darwin. Yeah, back Smash. Yeah, yeah, he's up, yeah, he's yeah. up my neck of the woods. Yeah. That's why. They're down to earth up there. Yeah, yeah. They are. He's a ripper. Freedom well. He's a ripper and I love watching Butters. He knows that. He goes so hard. He's so just, hard, he's, and, he's, and he can finish. He's actually got the class as well. But yeah, big shout out to Butters. That's yeah. good. Top nine. It's big. You ever been top nine at a BNF? No, I, actually, I was 10th once. Same. Yeah, tenth. yeah, I was 10th. Yeah, I've never been top nine. Do you have any incentives so. in the uh, contract? No, no, they didn't. No, I've thanks. seen blokes get the old incentive for top five and come sixth and yeah, carry something on. Yeah, something going on there. BNF night, there's nothing better than watching those blokes up the top fight it out for their top 10. I mean, mm. Name the name. I can't, actually, because he's changed <laughs> yeah. a bit. Let's, let's keep moving on. I'll name it one got day. time. All right, we spoke um, about him. Kane Corns, we spoke about top uh, number eight, which was, you know, again, we just spoke about him before. Al Clarks and number seven. Fuck me, that was the most, I reckon, the most anxious I've ever been. Going, yeah. That was episode one this year. Yeah. I was just felt sick. Why do you think you felt sick talking well, to Well, it's Al Clarkson. Yeah. To be honest. He's obvious. Yeah, but you're a footballer, so as if you... Yeah, but I was scared of fucking all my coaches, man. Like, that's why I just... Like, it just didn't work. Because the funny thing is, whoever came... Who came six? Emma Murray. We had her the week later. Oh, you would have loved her before? Loved her. But I was telling her, I was like, I was so... Nervous for Clarko Like you know Interviewing She goes Yeah it's because You're scared of all Your other coaches And I was like Yeah So You weren't scared of Leon No not scared But it's just like Yeah they're just intimidating Because they control your life Yeah it's just It's your fate fate But no I was scared But he was a ripper man Clarko was such a good bloke He just could talk for hours Um, So thankful for his time He's, He's a good Good person So crazy to think Like we had him on And then what transpired Later in the year Yeah he's now He's now gone But you know I think he'll be coaching Next year 
Yeah, where? Yeah, Gold Coast or I think he's, con- or he's almost confirmed that. I think maybe. Wow. Yeah. There you go. That he's. I'm pretty sure. Going to be coaching. I reckon. Yeah. We'll get him on again. Yeah, no, it'd be great. Number six, Emma Murray. I love Emma Murray. This had to be probably one of the most feed given feedback episodes, and again, one of those like climbers of just um, you know this episode just continually is always in like the top ten listen to of the month. Um, yeah. She's just an absolute weapon. Her outlook on life, her story about, you know, um, her son Will as well that's, you know, changed the family's course of their life. Um, you know, just speaking about mindfulness, gratitude. And I think, like, my favourite thing that she said is, like, when you talk about mindfulness, it's so fucking hard to meditate. It's so hard to be present all the time. And it can make you feel like, fuck, I'm doing it wrong. And she said the best thing. I, I think I asked her, I was like, what's something you'd want people to know about you? And she goes, I would want people to know that I'm a professional and I still fuck this up all the time. Yeah. Like, I still miss meditation. I, don't, I still press snooze on the alarm. I don't drink the green smoothie. I don't do these things. But it's how quickly I can come back to it and keep preaching it and keep – not keep preaching it, keep practicing it. Um, so I just love that, like, human aspect of, like, sometimes in the past I've done these things and people are like, if you don't meditate twice a day for 40 minutes, you know, you've failed. And she's just like, no, just, you know, do it tomorrow. That's fine. You know, you're going to fuck up. And I was like, cool. I like that. Yeah. Some of the stuff she spoke about would have been like brand new for some people. Yeah. Like for myself included. Yeah. Which is like just so interesting. Like a whole new concept. Mm. All the meditation, mindfulness stuff. Definitely listen to that one. She works with, you know, Richmond. She works with. Oh, just gone blank at the moment. Yeah. um, Tons. Like Olympians, you know. Morgan Mitchell. My mind's gone blank. She literally works with so many professional yeah. athletes it's not funny she's got some she's programs in present. schools now yeah she does check out health performance mindfulness that's her her um her business and yeah she just does some incredible things she works a lot with you know school kids trying to help them prep for exams and you know corporates everything if i could get one person to go and talk to it would be her and we'll get we'll get emma back on oh next year yeah. guaranteed yeah guaranteed hey what's really exciting is we are about to call right up. here we go let's fucking fire up let's fire we're up. calling some fans we're calling some fans let's go so we're calling Put the fans on. give me the quick game plan here deal we're so calling we're fans. Call them. um the first two are winning merch packs and then the third one is winning um the third one is winning the 500 bucks from coin spot so it's exciting we're excited all right, this is James Harrison. Hello. Hello, James. Yes. James, it's Dill Buckley, Tommy Sheridan, and producer Sam. How are you, my friend? Good, Dill. How are you, mate? Good, mate. Sorry we stuffed up the call. What's happening? Oh, not much, mate. Not much. Just got home from work. Yeah, good. I can't um, believe it. Mate, <laughs> welcome to the show. Just warning you, you are live on the podcast. This is a 2021 BNF episode. And, uh, mate, it's a pleasure to have you on. Thanks so much for filling out. Um, and voting, who'd you vote for quickly? I can't really remember off the top of my head, but <laughs> yeah, Crippo was my number one. Appreciate it. Hey, um, Tommy's here, Sam's here. I'll ask you a quick question, mate. How did you find Dylan Friends? How did you get involved with the show? Um, how did you, you know, bless yourself in the community? Uh, I listened to it one day and yeah, it pretty much just changed my life, eh? Gave me a lot more confidence and yeah, it really, really um, helped me on oh, my man. journey. That's huge, man. I appreciate it so much. What other episodes um, have you been listening to? What's been like something that's that's helped you? I really found the Morgan Mitchell one a couple of years ago was really good. Really opened up my eyes and really um, yeah, made me made me think about a lot of things in my life that I wanted to pursue and um, made it a lot easier for me to chase my dreams, I guess. 
Unbelievable, man. That's that's very. Uh, that's, we yeah. love that. We yeah. love that, mate. It's Tommy here. Congratulations. Outside of um, what you do for work, what else are you? Uh, what else are your hobbies? Oh, I used to play footy. Um, so not as good as you boys, but uh, oh, mate, you'd be yeah, better than me. Footy, um, bit a bit of two K on the PlayStation, and just get a golf with my mate. So oh, that's yeah, big. I love it, mate. Love around that. the boys. Huge. Hey, mate, thank you so much for, for tuning in this year. We can't thank you enough. You've won a merch pack, so I'm going to get your details after this and, and send one out to you. And, um, yeah, just can't thank you enough for, for tuning in this year. It's been an absolute honour. I can't believe, um, yeah, we've got it done. And, and to have incredible people like you listening, mate, it means the world. Yeah, unreal. No, can't believe it. No, cheers for that. Thanks That's so awesome. much. Thanks, James. Thanks, mate. Cheers. See you, mate. on there, Jimmy. What a ripper Jimmy is. Big Jim. What a star. Thanks, Jim. We love that. What a man. What a man. I love that. Like, yeah, just good people. Good people. Incredible things. Um, up next, we have. Let's give Luke Feelin a call. Oh, oh he's blocked. Oh. He I reckon you need to do a better message. He doesn't know. He'll think you're pranking him. This is his last chance. Oh god, I'm nervous. Luke, come on. Hello, Luke. It's Dylan Buckley. What are you doing? No, it's not, mate. We've tried to call you 15 times. Come on, Luke. Holy shit! You've got to be kidding me. I'm in Melbourne and I'm at like a. Um, you've been a yakky mono. No, I haven't. I haven't. No, I haven't. No. Uh, I, my missus was like, oh, like you haven't answered any comps or anything, have you? And I was like, oh, just to deal with friends. Like, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> Assuming you boys are well. Oh, mate, we're very well. Thank you so much for finally answering. Um, mate, we appreciate you so much. Tell us a bit about yourself. Uh, I'm uh, just a boy from the country, mate, from uh, If you've ever heard of that, in the uh, northwest corner of the state in the Mallee. In God's country. Yeah, God's country, mate. That's what they call it. Um, our wedding anniversary was yesterday, so just doing a weekend in Melbourne and gone to a wedding this afternoon. So bloody hell, congratulations! Really, mate. really just topping off the weekend for me, Dill. How good's that? Sending send my love to the um, the beautiful wife and uh, hoping, I will do. assuming she's well and, and you know happy with with you because you're a good man. Assumed correctly. <laughs> and tell us, tell us, tell us how you got in, um, involved, like listening to the podcast, and what's been a couple of your favourite episodes this year. I think it was uh, it was pretty much during lockdown, I reckon, like uh, when COVID hit set up like a little home gym and stuff like that and just got sick of listening to the same old music and the old tunes and everything like that, doing cycles and come across the podcast, mate, and tuned in and had a good laugh and kept me coming back and, yeah, it's grown on me every episode and sort of sort of loves that, like, I reckon you're growing in yourself, like, listening to it as well. Just a, yeah, good feeling, mate. Done really well and, yeah, really enjoy tuning in. Fuck, mate, that's huge. I, I really appreciate that and you're so right. I've, I've definitely... Um yeah, grown just from, from doing the show and putting it out each week. We've tried to be consistent as possible with it all. Lukey, what, what are some of your favourite potties from the from the year that's been? Uh, there's been a fair few. I think, uh, like I answered in the in the polls, I, um, it was pretty hard to pick three, actually. <laughs> I'm almost struggling to remember which ones I picked. You've got, you got, but, Dylan, um, you got Dylan Alcott, you've got Emma Murray, you've got The Imperfects as some of your favourites. What, what, yeah, what, what cool. did you love about those ones? Emma Murray stuff was awesome, just like the insight into the high-performance stuff, the mindfulness side of things, meditation and that. Mm. Um, Bill Olcott, like just his whole cause and his push for, for um, like access to, to people with disability and the, um, the disability fest and all that sort of stuff as well. Um, and then the Untouchables one, I think. Was that the one where you talked about your old man? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, that was really good. I was on like a six-hour drive and just uh, didn't see it coming really. Sort of one of those ones where I was tuning in for the light-hearted stuff, and then it um, started off pretty light-hearted, and then you got into some serious <laughs> chat. Just uh, yeah, really brave to I guess talk about what you've sort of been through with your family, and obviously your family that's in the 
spotlight and stuff like that. So just sort of helps, helps break down that stigma around mental health and everything else, mate. So Fuck. loved it all. Unbelievable, mate. No, thank you so much. It means means the world. Um, we, we won't keep you too much longer, but, yeah, just want to say a massive, massive, massive thank you to you for... For tuning in and um, yeah, like the talking today, mate. I've just got so much motivation and so yeah, just so proud to, to have people like you tuning in. It, it really does mean the world. And we're going to send you out a, a full Dylan Friends merch pack um, for Christmas, brother. So make sure you stay tuned and, and we'll get your details after this to to send one out for you. Incredible! Thanks so much, guys. Hope you're recovering well from the uh, from the marathon. Oh, mate, I'll, I'll be you know dead inside for a long time. But um, everything else is well, <laughs> mate. Have a great Christmas and, and hopefully you can see you in the new year. Good stuff. You too, boys. Thanks, Thanks very much. much. Thanks for answering. Bye. What a legend. What a good man. That's great. How funny is that? For not answering to... Yeah. I, when he answered, I went, oh, we're on here. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, yeah. Yeah. he's going to Marrow. Just this um, other country. We've got boy. one more we before one more. we announce the winner. Yeah. Georgia Walter. Okay. Hello? Hello. Is that Georgia? Yeah. Hey, Georgia. Still Buckley, Tommy Sheridan and Sam Bonza. How are you going? Good, thank you. What's happening? Um, not much, just working. Oh, sorry, have we got you at work? Are you able to talk on the phone? I know, yeah, I can talk. Good, <laughs> well, um, thank you so much. We got your messages online. Thank you for entering the BNF competition. And um, yeah, just wanted, just wanted to have a chat. Um, well, tell us a bit about yourself. Um, well, I'm 18, um, just finished school. Um, I work on a farm, that's about it. Where, about, where, where are you from? I'm Geelong. Oh, lovely. What do you do on the farm? Yeah. Um, we run a sheep stud. <laughs> um, we have a few questions at the moment, but yeah. Unbelievable. And how did you get involved? Oh, how did you get involved? How did you start listening to Dylan Friends? I think it was with Tommy Stewart, your first podcast with you. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's wow. actually Tommy here. How no, 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 no. <laughs> Tommy Stewart. <laughs> I thought you said Tommy Sheridan. <laughs> <laughs> Tommy Sheridan's thought. Sorry, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Sheridan's here. Jeez. He thought he said Tommy Sheridan. It's Tommy Stewart, mate. He's a way better no, player than you. Yeah. Congratulations, Georgia. How'd you go at school? I used to love the ATAR scores when they came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out yesterday. Luckily, I don't need it, so I'm oh, happy good. about that. Yeah, oh. no, we didn't need it either. We didn't need it either, and I'll never, ever, ever, ever look at it again. Just a quick note to anyone out there that don't get, you know, congratulations if you did, but if you don't get what you want, there's plenty of other avenues out there, that's for sure. Hey, um, yeah, Georgia, what's yeah. been some of your favourite episodes this season? Have you been tuning in? Has there been any that have um, stood out? Uh, Dylan Alcott and uh, I like that one. Yep. Yeah, huge. Awesome. We love that. Well, thank you so much for tuning in this year. Um, we're going to send you out a merch pack, so we'll get your details. Um, after this, we'll, we'll shoot you an email, get your address, and we'll, we'll send out some stuff. But, yeah, just want to say okay. the biggest thank you from the bottom of our heart that, um, for, for tuning <laughs> no, in this thank year. Thank you. I enjoy your podcast a lot. Thank you so much. Thanks, Georgia. We'll chat to you soon. See you, Georgia. Merry thank Christmas, you. Georgia. Bye. Merry Bye. Christmas. Yeah. All, All right. right one got... more. So this is Cal Hammond. Cal Hammond, SA. We love our South Australians. Come on, Cal. Hello, it's Cal. Hey, Cal. Hey. How you going? What's going on? Yeah, I'm good. good. Yeah, me Who's too. This? What? Who's this? Who's this? <laughs> Don't tell me. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think it is? <laughs> what is happening? What's going on? Do you know who this is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is it? It's definitely Dylan Buckley. Oh, okay. it's Cal, it's Dill, it's Sammy, producer Sam, and it's Tommy Horsey Sheridan. Welcome to the podcast, my friend. Oh, thank you very much. Mate, you're live, by the way, just so you know. Um, what's going yeah. on? Tell us a bit about yourself. Um, 
Well, name's Tia. Um, <laughs> Love, Love that. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm a big, big listener of yourself. I've actually just moved over to Adelaide and made the big move today. So we've um, driven over from a small little town on the Air Peninsula. So I did a six-hour trip listening to some um, lift cloggers, suburbs, which is which is good. Very good. Mainly because I'm up to date with Dylan friends, so I had to. <laughs> Had to leave that one behind if today. You're, if you're up to date, Kel, you probably listened to a lot of episodes from 2021, am I correct? Yes, absolutely correct. Do you want to tell us about some of your, your, your favourite episodes from the year and kind of why, why you liked them? I love the Cane Corns one. Yeah. Um, which I'm not a big Cane Corns man, and my partner's a massive Port Adelaide fan, and I'm absolutely not an, an absolute Port Adelaide fan. What but, stuck out about Cane Corns' um, episode, mate? Uh, I really like sort of how, how honest he is and um, like to talk about his background and sort of where he came from. Um, I suppose that's what I, what I like about the podcast in itself is that you and all your guests are real, real honest and um, have some excellent, um, bloody excellent um, messages throughout, which is brilliant. Love it, mate. Thank you so much. Um, one question. How did, you, how did you find the show? Like, was it through Friends? Um, what did he get passed on? Did you just find online? Um, through friends, I reckon. I actually reckon I saw someone with a with a Dylan friends shirt, and I was like, oh, "That's pretty. That's a pretty sick shirt." <laughs> um, and then and then got on it from there. And yeah, obviously big footy fan, so knew about you from your um, outstanding footy career. Yeah, you're a big fan so, of the Neeful. That's good. We, we love the Neeful. It's yeah, yeah, fantastic. love the Neeful. Um, mate, yeah, if you could yeah. have anyone else on the show, like next year, you'd want me to headhunt to get on the podcast oh. in footy, out of life. Is there anyone out there that you just would love to hear from? In terms of footy, I'm a massive Brisbane Lions supporter, so mm. I'd love a bit of um, Reese Beast Mode Matheson. Wow, the Beast. Oh, okay, yeah, yep. Okay, he'd be excellent on the show. So what else are you into, mate? You love um, your bit of footy. What else are you doing with yourself? Yeah, so I love a bit of bit of basketball as well, so sports are a massive hobby of mine. So I'd love if you could get um some NBA players on the podcast. Okay. But yep. Bit of a reach. Um what about you, Jer? Christian Petrarca connections through Ben Simmons. You're talking about Ben Simmons, are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we'll look into get him on. He's not, he, well, he's not me, doing much anymore. Tommy Sheridan reckons that he Tommy Sheridan reckons he's one of the biggest men in the US, so he'll have to uh, help us out there. Yeah. Get some people. Cal, yeah. It's Tommy, how are you, legend? Yeah, good mate. How are you? Very good, mate. I'm just reading something and you said you'd love to have a Dylan Buckley Duna cover. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so <I'm> saying, um, <laughs> yeah, right. So when I read the read the question saying um where should he go to next? Dylan uh, yeah. Dylan friends. There you go. Doing the cl- covers would be bloody brilliant. Machine, I don't think the missus, yeah. I, I don't think the missus would like that one. Are you sleeping in a single bed, Cal? Oh, that was my joke, and you took it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah, we wouldn't wouldn't need the king size. You definitely need a single king, king single. Anymore. No, yeah, king single, king single. Yeah, piss answer only. Hey, Cal, yeah. thank you so much for all your love and support this year, mate. In all seriousness, it, it does it does mean the absolute world. So just wanted to say a big Merry Christmas. Thanks for tuning in in 2021. We absolutely love you. We really appreciate it. And we're going to send you out a merch pack, so make sure you stay tuned. We'll, um, we'll get you – got your email here, sorry, and we'll, and we'll be in touch very soon. But, yeah, just from the bottom of our heart, thank you so much. Thanks, Cal. Thanks, boys. Thanks, boys. It means a lot. Have a good yeah, one. Cal. Ely. Ely. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully Santa brings a Duna cover, the single. All right, gents, this is Dan Cordwell. He is the winner 
over the five hundred dollars um, worth of Bitcoin from uh, Coinspot. That's a lot of Bitcoin. It's a cool. lot of. It's worth, a lot. It'd be worth thousands. Well, it's a good time to get in. It is. It's probably it's worth. <laughs> probably worth two thousand. So just to let you know, he's from Queensland. His favorite episodes with Dylan Alcott, Matt DeBoer, Dan Price. Um, just says thanks for everything. Uh, you know, he's he's really enjoyed the podcast this year. So hopefully, he answers and we can. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful message. Can it's you a say beautiful it? message. No, I can't read them without fucking crying. Oh, come on, Dan. Hello. Dan. Yes. How are you going? Good, thank you. How are you? Good. It's Dylan Buckley here. Oh, shit. Hey, Tommy, Tommy Sheridan and Sam Bonzo. Hi, We're just mate. giving you a call from the studio. What's happening? Ah, uh, just, you know, um, house renovations, mate. On Christmas holiday break. Oh, lovely. Hey, we will let you know you are live on the podcast. So just, just so you know, we're, we're recording at the moment. Um, just Beautiful. want to, to give you a buzz and, and thank you so much for tuning in this year. Obviously, it's been a big year. Um, you, you sent, uh, you obviously uh, entered the competition um, yep. that, was, that was coming through for, you know, the, the BNF. And Caught a few people. Quickly, Fro, who did you vote for? Um, oh, shit. I'm, uh, sorry, you got me here. Um, I voted for, my three were, um, oh, bloody hell. I'm I've, I've, got them, I've got them here anyway. It's, it's Dylan Allcott, Matt DeBoer and Dan Price. Is that correct? That's it. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. correct. Yeah. Um, did you know what you get if you win? The competition? Uh, no, not really. Not really. You don't? And do you ever win competitions? No, mate, no. That's you've never why won I'm a one. Of, uh, you've never, never won one, mate. You've never won one in your life. How old are you? Uh, 26, mate. 26 years old, you've never won a competition in your life? No, uh, not that I can think of, mate. Oh, mate. I'm I not wish, even a coach awards pitcher. Hell, I wish I could change that for you today, mate. <laughs> And I can't yeah. <laughs> Dan, you won the competition. Thank you so much for tuning in. He doesn't know what it is. Oh, sorry. You've won five <laughs> you've won five hundred bucks of Bitcoin. Um, thanks to Coinspot, our beautiful friends at Coinspot, and a Dylan Friends merch pack. So we're gonna send that out to you, my friend. Thank you so much. Oh man, that's unreal. Thank you so much. Hopefully, so, um, yeah, yeah, hopefully it does unreal. some good things um, for Christmas. And um, yeah, hopefully it's good, mate. It's just a big thank you to you. Dan, tell us about your experience with Dylan Friends. How did you start listening? Um, and what kind of impact did some of these episodes have on you? Yeah, um, I just, I don't, I don't you know where I started. I think one of my mates, um, Timmy Whitteson, Wiz, so shout out to him, big fan of the show, um, got me, uh, sort of passed it on to me and said, oh, I haven't listened to this. And, yeah, just sort of joined into the first couple of episodes and it was all really raw and I don't know, just connected, I think, with like the, the honest conversation. Um, and then, yeah, just from there, like, just really powerful. I think that's what I sort of wrote in, in the message for the comp is that, like, it's, you never underestimate how much and how important some of these conversations can be. And I, I, I feel like I'm a better person just by listening to the podcast each week. And, you know, it's every Monday morning. I love to jump on and, and listen and to whoever the guest is and, I'm really invested in my footy and it's all I really talk about, but to, to start thinking about, you know, other conversations, that sort of stuff through this sort of footy podcast has, yeah, really opened up my eyes. So, yeah, it means a lot. Well, you got Dill almost in tears over here, <laughs> so uh, um, that means a lot, mate. Appreciate appreciate you listening week to week and um, that's exactly why we do it for, for the reasons that you just you just spoke about. Dill? No, no. It's, yeah, I couldn't have said it. Yeah, Big fellow, it's uh, it's Tommy Sheridan here, mate. Congratulations! <laughs> What's on for the Christmas break? What's on for the Christmas break, <laughs> mate? Uh, just house renovations. We've recently bought a property and moved on in, so just um, yeah, trying to uh, get it all up to shape and yeah, hang out with some family. Really, so nothing too exciting. Nah, that's great, mate. Well, uh, congratulations on that. Can't wait to see all that done. And once again, 
Congratulations, I'll pass you back to Dil, but have a good Christmas. Yeah, no, well Thanks, done, Dan. Congratulations, mate. We're, we're absolutely wrapped. And um, yeah, just extremely grateful to have people like you in the in the community, mate. And, and whatever you said then was, you know, obviously very, very, very nice. And I, um, yeah, it was nearly, yeah, it did get me quite emotional. So thank you so much for, for that. And um, just know that, you know, everything that you've got out of the podcast, um, people like you have, have made, you know, me in incredibly 10 times million times better so thank you so much mate, anytime man thanks for everything you do it's uh yeah it's unreal mate we love you we're gonna get your details after this um if i'm up in uh, queensland anytime soon i'm gonna call you up for a bloke at a bar and we'll um we'll, we'll have one lock it in mate can't wait thanks so much thanks, mate Danny. appreciate it congratulations have a merry christmas have a and great send holiday. love to the family thanks much love guys see ya Beautiful, wow. beautiful. Very nice. Guys. Thanks, Dan. Yeah, nice Some great it? feedback. Well Jeez. done, mate. You know, was, we, yeah, we take the special. piss. But Positive, wasn't it? Yeah. It is very, very good to see. I'm happy you broke it up a bit there because I was getting. Yeah, we could read. I was yeah. What's some some great feedback, and it's yeah. all that you know. You don't do this for the feedback. You do it. You for don't. Them. And um, it's what you deserve, mate. So congratulations. It is awesome, and it should, it should get you going for for next year. It no gives doubt. me. You know when you, you have a good captain, they give you a pump up speech. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm about to run through a fucking brick wall right now. Mm. Run through a brick wall. What do you think about the, the, the things he was saying about, like, you know, he's, he's into his footy, so these are ways to have different conversations through oh. these different footy players. What is that kind of a motivation for you? 100%. Yeah, like, just, well, it just is, it's everything, really. Yeah, it's, it's 100%. Like, I don't think, th- I think the thing with the show is, like, we never started this to, like, to, I don't think the agenda was ever, like, let's do this for this, but I think, like, it's just all, you know, that's what it turned into. Yeah. And I think like that's something that I've always wanted to say is like I didn't do we don't do this to um, necessarily open these comments like I never really get a showing going oh let's do this because it'll help this but I think we just organically find it and it's very it is organic we don't script anything like we try and just have these conversations and that's why um, as much as it helps other people it, it literally helps us like we we like well me um, and and hopefully you guys too because. When we're in these chats, you know, we're just learning from these people too. Like, I fucking have no idea what I'm doing. Mm. No idea. Um, so, yeah, it's bloody very special. And it has been super, super overwhelming reading a lot of these messages. Like, it's just fucking crazy. So, cannot thank everyone enough that entered. Like, if we could genuinely get everyone on the show, like, I, w- I literally would. Because it's, it's, it means the world. It really does. But, yeah, congratulations to Danny Boy. Um, Danny Boy, Danny Boy. Coinspot. Thank you, Coinspot, so much. And I suppose uh, we'll get back into it. Coming in fifth for this year's Dylan Friends BNF, it is our friend Matt DeBall. Matthew. Do we call him? Yeah. Matthew? Dutchy. Do you want to call him now? Yeah, yeah. Let's give, give him a buzz. Let's, so give, him. let's give him a try. His episode went viral, hustling. He's just Good an man. inspirational man. He's done it all. Did you know? List. Did you know a little bit about Matty before you did well, that? Well, just from you and playing with him at the Giants. Like, yeah, just did you know exactly what he was off, up to uh, off-field? Um, yeah, I always had an idea because he yeah. was probably the one for me, in all seriousness, he was the one for me when I got to the Giants that I was like, oh, I need to sort my life out. Yeah, if this did. bloke's doing this and he's operating at this level, I need to go and he, he like, without... No, I should tell him this and I think I have actually over many times I've said to him, mate, you, you inspired me to, to do mm. what you know I've done but in a different field because he was just trained work hard <laughs> and then he'd leave and then he'd work even harder. He's such a weapon. All right, let's give him that a try. He'll definitely answer. I've hustler loves it. Hi, it's Matt DeBoer here. He'll answer if he uh, knows sorry, he's, he can get if he can if like, he sees value. I'm Matt. <laughs> he'll answer. Yeah, he'll answer. I'm Matt. It's Sam. 
um, calling about athletic um, ventures. Nah. No, he's got nah. my number. Oh, he's got your number. Oh, then he knows what's up. Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to call it? Because I've, I've, yeah, I'll do it on my phone. Yeah, exactly. You can do it off your own number. Matt DeBall, let's see, Sammy, if he answers this. Did you <laughs> say, did he if say, he answers this, he hates you. Yeah, but he said, is this urgent? Is he calling him? <laughs> he hates Sam if he answers. <laughs> Buckley, what's going on? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Sam's just shattered. He tried to call you. didn't answer him. And now you're on the podcast. Congratulations, mate. We're just going to tell you. Top five Dylan Friends BNF 2021. Oh, unbelievable. Are we top five? No, that's not. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's disappointing, isn't it? I'm disappointed. Have you have you released the top? Who's who's beat me? Well, we can't. Me, we can't tell you <laughs> oh, yet. No. We can't tell you yet because it's oh, coming. No. You're fifth. Um, but mate, in all seriousness, thank you so much for all your love, support, guidance this year. I just said some incredible things off the mic, which I probably should have said to you, but you're gonna have to hear back when you listen. I just said that uh, nothing that I haven't told you before, but just that you you know your work ethic and your drive and and who you are inspired me when I got to the Giants to then fix my life off field because it is it is honestly second to none and I think everyone learnt that a lot through your episode so a big thank you to you I appreciate it mate and thanks to everyone that uh, messaged me as well Um, with their their feedback really enjoyed it and love your work too so keep it going Um, how did the podcast change your life? (laughs) well now first thing anyone ever says to me is I heard you on uh, Dylan Friends so that's completely changed it but mm. I actually bumped into a, a lady and I was wearing my uh, Dill Buckley shirt around the streets of Melbourne as you do mid-year and uh, she goes oh I listen to that podcast and I had my face mask on at the time as you're supposed to do and, and she goes Oh, I'm just listening to him at the moment. I was just listening to the Matt DeBoy. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. And I, I've, got my, I've got my mask on and I said to her, oh, was it any good? And she goes, no, nah, not really. Oh, <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. No, hey, no, I know no, you've no. got to go because you're a very busy man, but I did want to tell you one thing. Um, on When I was doing the marathon last week, I was running the marathon, um, obviously running at just an, an incredible pace, and I ran up to a young lady who was next to me and she looked at me. She's like, oh, my God. Took her headphone out. She said, I'm listening to the Matt DeBoer podcast right now. <laughs> Whenever I'm not motivated, I put on Matt DeBoer's podcast and listen to it. Uh, good, good to hear that you were just cruising alongside her, mate. But um, no, I appreciate the feedback, boys. You do a great job and, and keep it up. Thanks, mate. And just any updates on Athletic Ventures taking over the world? Yeah, growing steadily, mate. Growing steadily back to our 10th investment. So, yeah, yeah enjoying, uh, enjoying the journey. Mate, we appreciate your time because time is money and that is what you are making, my friend. So congratulations again. You're an incredible person. So lucky to have you um, part of the community. All right, brother. Chat soon. See you, mate. Dutchy, what a man. We love him. He's a little snippet. I'm really fortunate to have, you know, mentors, you know, across my journey and, you know, I'll t- touch on a couple of them and see if you can guess who they are. So, you know, player A, you know, fought his way onto a, a list is, um, you know, regarded as one of the hardest working players that there is, you know, worked on all these areas of, you know, deficiency, um, was in leadership group, you know, in his third year, um, you know, continued to work on, on everything, you know, played finals 75% of the time, you know, was the best clubman award winner, um, you know, joined a new club on the rise, you know, was in the leadership group there in his second year um, and then yeah, ultimately became one of the sort of most consistent performers and, and a loved teammate. So there's that guy. Another one of my mentors is is Player B and, um, you know, Player B was, you know, rookie listed, undrafted, bit of a, bit of a scrapper, really fortunate to 
get a game at all through someone else's injury, sort of hung around, ultimately got delisted by a club, um, you know, joined another club you know, as a depth player, hung around for a bit longer and, you know, never really achieved a, a hell of a lot, you know. So there's two mentors there. Do you know who they are? Well, I was going to say Alex Silvani sounds like the first one. No, nah, so they're actually both me. And I, guess, I was going to say the second one's. I was going to say the second one sounds like you, but I was like, I okay, that's very good. I really like that. Yeah, so like they're both me, and I guess the lesson there is, it's all about who you choose to be, and I choose to be player A, and then that really helps <sighs> serve me and fulfills my, you know, propels my next steps there. So, in elite habits, when you're forming it, you know, how do you see yourself? And I don't say that to be arrogant at all. Like, hope your listeners don't interpret it that way. I really just challenge them to think about what's your internal narrative. And is that propelling you towards where you want to go? Because elite habits, like I touched on before, like we're inherently lazy. You need to have um, the, the purpose and the, and the motivation to do so, but it becomes down to what's your identity, like I've touched on, and, and what's your self-narrative so that you know it serves you to fulfill your next step because that'll take you ultimately to where you want to go. Man, I've just had a, just a mind-blowing moment there. You've really just really opened something up for me. That was unbelievable the way you did that. Fourth on the list, who do you guys think it is? Sam um, I'm going to take a guess. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I had a sneak peek, so I don't know, but I'm just going to say Mark Murphy. Mark Murphy. <laughs> yeah, Mark Murphy. Well I thought done. he was three. I thought he's, he was three. So you he's can four. read. I don't know who the other ones are. Okay, I know who okay. one is. I'm going to hide him. Um, open and honest, big show. Now, he, you know, we spoke about this in the, in the, in the start, yeah. uh, but what a legend, like just person versus persona, you know, not knowing what's going on behind the scenes. This bloke is just a warrior, what he went through mm. in his time. And um, I think that was a big one to show, you know, what a cool person and beautiful person he is. So Made some headlines um, too. Yeah, he is. He mm. did. Oh, I love him for another reason behind the headlines. Griffin Logue, big, great friend of mine, mm. um, was playing on him in the last quarter, in the last second oh, of the game. No. And oh, and he kicked the winner. I think, Gri- I think Griff um, didn't do what he was meant to do at a defensive 50 oh, no. stoppage and Merce kicked the game winner. The and I just, I just can't wait to get them two together because... Uh, Griff reckons he nearly cost him his career. I think there's a, oh, I did the there's a change of coaches Shui. after it, and Griff's going all right now. But oh, that 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 moment was like, yeah, yeah. And get because Griff, and, and guess who got the blame for the whole loss? Yeah, yeah, me, me. Yeah. It wasn't even my man. <laughs> I think great. he went to smother and he balked him. Oh, I can't remember. There's a good goal. I think he balked a few people. To be fair, I think he balked. It was through, Levi yeah. Hamble. Yeah. Fish tapped it to him. Then he did the yeah. dodge. And I think Griff was the one that got stepped and yeah, or no, something don't like get that. Steps, yeah. Small feet, inside shoulder. Yeah, yeah. But what a start! Yeah, it's sort of the way. Luke Shuey feels about like how I turned his career around. So just know, maybe just if Griff's listening, that can be the pivotal moment in his career to just go to the well, next level. Get that normal normal this year, yeah. the next level, you know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He that might be the pivotal moment for him to learn from. Like Shuey, Luke Shuey did when I he got sucked in and I kicked the winner. Oh, did you start in the candy shop? No, he just got sucked into the contest. You don't leave someone like me at the nah, back of the contest. Like, it's, it's dangerous. Did Luke Shuey right. ever thank you for that? Norm yeah, he man? did. He has thanked me yeah. for everything. Yeah. Off Give him a call. He didn't want to. Still, you know, he didn't want to do it, talk about it on the podcast, but he did thank me about it. So that's nice. Congratulations to Murph. Um, that was huge. What a legend. What's Murph he, doing now? Uh, he's just dominating property development. How good. Yeah, he's loving it. Loving life outside of footy. He's a little, little tiny snippet. I sort of felt that. You know, I was coming in every week or daily and um, pushing a, a story for us or trying to grow blokes and grow the footy club. Uh, what sort of leader would I have been if I you know, pulled the pin and opted out? Um, and I felt like I owed it to my teammates to to see it out and also at the same time I always thought that you know there's always going to be a period of, of really hard times when you're trying to build a, a group up and a club and I was always hoping that I was going to have that Shane Crawford story where yep. I was going to finish up on this high and, and finish as a premiership player 
uh, and the only way or the only place I wanted to do that was at Carlton. Unfortunately, didn't pan out, but um, hopefully, watching the guys this year and over the, the, the you know the next coming years. Hopefully they get that success and I can be part of the reason why certain blokes are still at that footy club and, and achieving that success. Third place, one of Australia's most beautiful people. This is something that is, they will not even, third place for them, they're not used to becoming third place because no. this, this person just comes first all the time. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah, I don't think he's going to really care at all because it's just not that big. But Dylan Alcott. What an episode. What a tone setter. What an incredible person. Every single person that's come on today said that episode was one of their favourites. I love him. It's getting to the end. Um, he was early too. As early. Well. I think he was episode three. Recency maybe? bias. One. Mm. Like yeah. He's, like, he's done very well. Because you forget heard, about yeah, it. He's yeah, right he, up there. He's right up there. So like, triple, like Triple J Hot 100. You're not voting for the song no, to go nine no, months ago. No. Yeah. It's tough. He's, he, he's about to go to the Aussie Open again. No, he's retired. No, final one. So he's doing one time. more. He's got Prime one more. Time. Prime time. He's doing one more. Yeah. I was open, mate. Oh we'll all be there. God, yeah, one be more dance. Well, when we spoke to him last year was before the Aussie Open. He was going to win. He's fuck. I've lost count. I think he's got seven now. Yeah, seven. Everything. And then he's gone and won on the. He's done the Golden Slam after that. That this year. Wow. Um, he won Wimbledon. Won, yeah, the Golden that. Slam. So he won all of them. Like all of them this year. Yeah. And then he's retired, but he's doing one last dance. Incredible. Um, at the Aussie Open, so. Massive episode History History History. making A big standout for me Was like Just What he's doing for Not just People with disability But people In general Like just confidence um, You know Being Be yourself Like the fucking Foundation that he set up And has changed So many people's lives To make them feel more included Um, The story of You know When he rocked up to the party And um, He wasn't invited But he was just sick Of not being included And the person Was just worried about Offending him And he was just like Mate just include me Like it was It was unbelievable So that's a tearjerker That episode If you haven't heard it Like it's one of the Funniest episodes I've heard But also like Just Inspo. special Yeah Inspo. Goosebump central Yeah He's he's um he's a funny man I can't wait to see him Hold the cup up again It's good oh, Aussie mate. Open will be At full flight as well So Have yeah. you seen we're in, we're in Richmond at the moment Have you seen the mural Of him on um, Swan Street There's a um, couple there's, There's a, couple. a couple It's like one of the biggest Fucking murals I've ever seen in my life Yeah it's beautiful I haven't seen it I've only been here a week But yeah. I'll make sure I see well, it Let's go see and get you a photo with it then. Love it There's a pub next door is there or No no you wouldn't know what they are What's a bloke in a bar and stock there or Of course they are Oh yeah um, Yeah so What a legend uh, Let's play a snippet You've won Oz Opens You've won Wimbledon You've won all these amazing things You've written books Everything But the one thing I feel Would be the most special Is having impact on people uh, I mean one So I run a Um a music festival called Ability Festival. It's a music festival like any other festival, like Splendor, like Beyond the Valley. We just have some added accessibility features so people with a disability can come with their able-bodied mates. We have elevated platforms, pathways. We have Auslan sign language interpreters signing every lyric on stage. Have you ever seen sign language to rap music? I haven't. It's like someone having an epileptic fit. <laughs> it is impressive. Um, there's like sensory quiet areas for people with sensory disabilities like autism. We've got everything, right? Yep. And... Um, all the proceeds go to my foundation to help the Dylan Orcott Foundation to help young kids with disabilities achieve their dreams. Anyway, we're there and um, I see this young kid. He's a guy comes up to me. His name's Mark. He's in a in a, a electric wheelchair and um, he comes up and he's pretty much in tears. And he comes up and he says, and his sister and says, "Mate, I just want to say thank you. Um, this is the best day of my life." Mm. Now he's twenty two years old. He'd never been to the footy, the cricket, a shopping centre, a festival, anywhere with his mates. 
in an environment that was fully inclusive and fully accessible. That was the first time, right? And I didn't do it for that reason. I just did it because I wanted to get loose and put on a good show and have a good time. Um, and then, you know, uh, a few months later, Mark passed away. And uh, he, he actually also told that story to a mate of mine who was his doctor before he passed away. He told somebody that he didn't know about his best Didn't know life. you knew them. That was my mate from school. Yeah, I, mean, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps too. Yeah, yeah, fuck. And I don't do it for that reason, man. But my purpose in life is not to win Grand Slams and gold medals. My purpose in life is to change perceptions so people, all people, but especially people with disabilities, can get out there and live the lives that they deserve to live. Everybody deserves to go to a festival and have a beer, deserves to go on a date, deserves to have a job, deserves to play sport, right? Everyone does. So it's about finding ways to do that. Oh, it's heating up, gentlemen. It's heating up. Top two, baby. Top two. I'm getting anxious. Runner up. Silver. Silver place goes to the Imperfects. Hugh Van Kylenberg, Josh Van Kylenberg, and Ryan Shelton. These boys, they're just good humans. Good guys. They are. Yeah. Love what's their stuff. They're obviously from the Imperfects podcast. Tommy, what's I'm that sure about? You're a big fan. Like, how would you how well, would you describe that? In the title, um, is you know, the Imperfects is like just not being perfect. Embracing. Embracing yourself. Um, you know, Hugh Van Kylenberg, obviously the author. And owner and creator and founder of the Resilience Project, yep. um, the book, and then he's gone on to do you know public talk, uh, public speaking. He does school visits. He's on tour at the moment. Yep. Um, and we had him on in season 2020, and got him back on with the whole crew in 2022, which was super, super special. And um, you know, a big episode for me personally, talking about you know my own vulnerabilities, and they sort of flipped the cup on me as well, which is which is really cool. So. One where I spoke about, you know, my old man and, and what he's sort of been through um, in the last, uh, you know, the last, well, my whole life really. Um, and it was, yeah, just like that episode was pretty crazy just doing that and, and getting feedback from people. And, um, yeah, it was it was special to feel that, you know, a lot of people messaged saying, you know, they'd been through similar things. And, um, yeah, it was really cool. So those guys are just the best at what they do. They make it so easy to, to talk and, um, yeah, just... Yeah, very proud to have even a connection to them. Did that do a lot for you? That speaking about that stuff, did it make you feel a bit free and liberated? Definitely and was a weight off the shoulders. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was, and not even for me, just in general. So, um, yeah, it was it was a big one. I think like that's vulnerability, something that you have to be ready for. Like you can't just be vulnerable if you're not ready to do that sort of thing. And as I said earlier about Zach Butters, if he hadn't have done what he did, I w- there's no way I would have done what I did. Yeah, and it's 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 infectious. It really is. Like your one would have been tough because like a lot of people know who you are. A lot of people know yeah. who your old man is. So yeah. would have been even tougher than Zach Butters. So it was, would have been you know would have been liberating. To yeah, it know. was. It was definitely liberating. But yeah, it was it was special. So very happy to have them on. Mm, no, it's great. I mean, I don't know the other guys, but Hugh's um, killing it. Listen to all these podcasts with yourself and mm. others. And he's, I've read, I was just saying. <laughs> Haven't read a book since uh, Grades Chick, Specky McGee. I don't reckon you haven't read that. <laughs> yeah, well, I just read that. I remember it. Screamer Johnson, you know, give a big shout out to Screamer. But that was the next book I read. I literally, I think, I was laughing, but my uncle passed away out of nowhere. I was struggling last year with my calf all the year before. Picked the book up, got the diary. Um, didn't really need the diary after a bit because I was just practicing the, you know, what that, the gem. The gem this is the method. Resilience Project. Gem, the, resi- yeah, the first book. Yeah, this book. is the Resilience Project, yeah. yeah. And um, no, I loved it. It was great. Re- recommend it to everyone. And it's a really cool book. And yeah. um, it is it is important. How good do you feel when you do something nice? You, you do. Know, deliberately. Like you do a lot of things nice, but when you deliberately sit down and go, 
I'm going to make this person. Even if you just buy an old lady coffee, you know, I mean, the reaction's just like, oh, how good do you feel? You know, yeah. You know? So it's just, you know, it's good that he's, he's, you know, got that concept and explained it and, um, the gratitude. Does, well, he doesn't, you know, if you want to read a book, does live shows, he's just, yeah, he's, yeah. Got he's the doing app. really well. So giving his good, out to him. giving his good. He's actually got the new book out as well that he's, um, he sent me last week that I'm going to have a read through a resilience project called Let Go. Um, and it, it, that's basically came out about, um, COVID, like living in COVID, things that he's realised. And like what I was saying about MMA before, Q doesn't, he doesn't admit that he's got everything worked out. He's, he's on the same journey as everyone else, um, just trying to make it up as he goes. But he's obviously absolutely dominating. Someone's let go and it says it's time for us to let go of shame, expectation and our addiction to social media, which fuck me. I think we're all pretty addicted to that. So the thing I said before about my and my dad's relationship, we'd never really spoken about these things. And, you know, the hardest point for me was, like dropping him off at um, the the rehabilitation clinic. Wow. And I remember it's just like, just sitting there and just like crying together, just like. You and yeah. your dad? Wow. And I've never seen my dad cry, like ever. Really? And it's funny because like, in a such a shit time, it was almost like the best time. Tommy, it's that time of the show. This is, this is big. This is exciting. The 2021 Dylan Friends BNF winner. Congratulations. Drum roll. He's in the studio. Max Corn. <laughs> He's absolutely thrilled. How exciting. Yeah. I thought I was no chance. How are you feeling? Well, I listened to Clayton's and I'm like, I think that's better. Really? Yeah. But obviously not. No, yeah. he no, he didn't well, he was a great, but he didn't finish. Clayton didn't 10. get a top ten. No, he didn't get didn't a top he? ten. Off the no. memory bank. Who else is No done? top ten. Did so I'll run through it. Harms, he didn't get a top 10, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's a either. Top 10. The top 10. Listen to these names you've beaten, which is it's impressive when you think about it. Um, 10 was the footy friends. That's not that impressive. Yep. Zach Butters, Kane Corns, Alastair Clarkson, okay, Clarkson, Emma Murray. Yeah, Emma. Let me scroll down here. Matt DeBoer, Mark Murphy, Dylan Alcott. You've beaten Hugh Van Kallenberg, uh, Josh Van Kallenberg, and Ryan Shelton. And you're yeah, the winner. Two. No, Jeez, I'm, I'm having dinner with Schultz tomorrow night, actually. There you go. Let him know. I'll let him know. Yeah. That's big. His shout. Huge. How hey. be number one? Yeah. No, that's, that's. I mean, it's a it's a privilege. And Dill Walcott, like, he's like, he's I a know. national treasure. I know. And you've beaten him. <laughs> I feel bad. Well, it's like, it's like genuinely, like, he he doesn't even care about thirds. Like, the bloke wins yeah. everything he does. Yeah. And this is the only one he can't win. So congrats to you, my friend. Oh, that actually makes me feel really bad. It's, Sorry, been, a bi- it's been a big 2021 for you, um, in all seriousness. You've yep. done some some big things. To so think back to that episode we did um, mid-year, I actually remember it was like that period where the Ds weren't actually going too well. You sort of, you'd started the year super well. I think you maybe had two or three losses in a row. And I don't know if you've gone back and listened to the show, but you were saying some things. You were like, it was incredibly fortuitous. You, you sort of sounded like nearly an oracle of what translated later in the year? Yeah, we're mid-year, and I reckon yeah. we might have just been off a loss. Um, and the the belief that I got in the first six or seven games of the year, that stayed the whole year. Mm. Um, so we fluctuated at different times throughout the season, like most teams do. I think Bombers are the only team that I've seen go 22-1, and one, I think they were, in 2000. We're able to learn off our losses, and they came at good times, and... Um, you, we all saw the final series. Those those three games we put in, we, we probably four. We add the Geelong game where we come back yeah. from forty points. Um, if you add those four games up, they're the four funnest, best games that I've played in my life. 
Like, and we won finals by 50, 60 points. Yeah. Like, yeah. it's crazy. Like, the, we, in the, definitely in the prelim, we sort of knew at three-quarter time. In the granny, we sort of knew halfway through the last quarter. The Brizzy game, the qualifying finals, a little bit closer. We didn't really know till probably the last. Nearly five, one, 10 minutes. probably one of the hardest, harder ones you played. And then the Geelong game, we in the round twenty three. Yeah, we didn't really know it nearly went yeah. opposites. Hey, Tommy, yeah, I yeah. know you're chomping at the bit to get a question in, but we can't go past the prelim final. Yeah, I was there. That was one of the most. I was going to go through them if you want me to. Yeah, Can you please? <laughs> Can you please? Because that's going to be the match winner before that. Yeah. Where with the Geelong? Geelong. Oh, yeah, we, yeah, we, they're we, both Geelong games. Geelong was incredible. Yeah, that was fun. That ga- that game, um, we spoke to Clary about that as well. Well, I've, I've, well, I've been on the other end of it against Geelong as well. Against Geelong, um, so you just give, which yeah. is which is quite funny. And they were all saying like, because there's no crowd, I could hear the whole Geelong team just yeah. saying 2018. Oh, that's what you're saying to me. I'm like, and then Gus was helping me out, going, "Don't listen to them, Gordon." And then I'm listening to him. <laughs> oh no, so that's that makes it worse. Yeah. What is your routine? What is your goal? Maisie, Maisie came up to me yeah. and said. I'll love you no matter what. As soon as I'm out. <laughs> oh, so they've got no <laughs> faith in you whatsoever. No <laughs> but if you go back and look at a nibbler's charge and before I even kick it, so he had faith in me. Um, so that was that was good. But then the prelim, I was so nervous for all the prelim because I just wanted to play in a granny more than anything. So I wanted to get and do a grand final week and, and experience that. So to win the prelim and then to, to be able to kick a few goals, which... I don't know about you two, but I'd put mark of the year ahead of goal of the year. So when yeah. I kick five goals, people go, you've had the best game of your career. But I'd look back at a day where I've had a marking day and go, no, that was the best game of my career. So when people ask me what my favourite goal was, it's the last one when I took the mark, which is probably the most boring of the four. Yeah, of that was a big one. Though. Yeah. No, the snap had to be... Oh, actually, the centre clearance had to be one of the... Mate, yeah, honestly, that's on the highlights I've, tape. Because you played it, you've seen it. But I've never, and I'm not saying this, I'll literally ask anyone I went to the game with, we were sitting at the other end when you kicked the snap. I'm like... I've never seen a bloke take the piss in a prelim more. And not only just a prelim, a game. Like live, you know, when you watch yeah. a game, few, I was drinking beers. Oh, this is good. Oh, it's blowing out. Oh, no. And then it's like not much of a contest. I'm like, this bloke, is anyone going to put three blokes on this bloke? And then yeah. you started going forward. I'm like, he's now sitting he's full forward. And then you started taking a few more clunks. And it, it was, was probably the most complete game I've seen. I don't know if you've played any better at junior level, but that's got to be your most complete game. I do have a luxury now with Luke Jackson. Um, yeah, he would sort super. of stay forward and, 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 and have a little bit of a rest and feel fresher in contest. But like I said at the start, like I'd, I'd still rather taking a D50 defensive contested mark That's than kicking yeah. a goal. No, I know so I don't think it's my... I'd, it, it's, yeah, statistically, yeah, yeah. it's the best game I've played. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, in my yeah. own head, I'd, I, I think of some other games where I've taken some good marks and yeah. thinking that's yeah. the best game. One thing that it, like it, this doesn't annoy me at all, I, it, it was a little bit that's funny, I'm not sure what I'm saying here, but <laughs> when... Someone like yourself, who's like this larger-than-life character, quite funny, doesn't take himself too seriously, plays a game like that. Everyone's like going, what the fuck? That was like unbelievable. But if someone that takes himself super seriously and does that, you go, that's the best game of all yeah. time that's ever played. Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Well, tracks 40 and 2 in the granny scene is the best game of all yeah. time. And yeah. to be fair, it probably is. Yeah. He's had 40 and 2 in the granny and, and had like 10 shots on goal. Probably could have kicked four, had yeah. 40 and 10. Um no, I, I, I love that part of footy. I love just... And it, it's almost exactly like Mason Cox when he tore up the prelim. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, how cool is this? Yeah. Like a guy who doesn't normally tear up games of football is tearing up a prelim. Yeah. yeah. To see a Rackman walking blokes and doing what mids do. It was silly. It, I mean, yeah, it's great. It was offensive. It's all, yeah, it is offensive. Talk us through, though, the... Um, I didn't get much out of Clara on this one. It was yep. like one of the best worded questions I've ever had and it didn't have much for me. But that leading from that prelim where you've... As you've said, that's not the best game you've played, but it's statistically the best game you've played. Then you have like 21 days off. 
What was the feeling like for you guys then going into that? Because for me, even mentally, I was going, fuck, I wouldn't want to have this much time off. Like, this is this is worrying me now. Like, it, it's concerning me. For me, it was creeping into my psyche. I wasn't Clay- even there. Clayton, when he gets a question he's never heard of, he struggles with the answer. Yeah. <laughs> so he's actually really good. If you asked him, like, um, oh, how did you play if I today? Give him to him, if yeah. I gave him to him at first. How did you play today? He'll go, oh, I just listened to Goody. I just listened to Goody. And he'll say that. But if you give him one that's well-worded and he has yeah. to think about it, he'll, he's no chance of answering <laughs> it. Um, the, so it was interesting. So we, we Burjo set up, which was different to how a few teams had done it over the time. We had two buys sort of within that little period. And we had intra clubs on those week on those yep. weekends. Um, I know Port Adelaide didn't. Um, who knows if that's why they lost the prelim? But I'm sure Doggies just played it better. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know uh, Doggies didn't train as hard as what we potentially did in that intra club leading into it as well. Yep. So, so you're just full on. We had genuine intra club. We had Charlie yep. Spargo rolled his ankle with yep. a chance to miss, um, and he got up. Magic door kicked three on me. So I've kicked five in a prelim, and I'm <laughs> up and about, and then I've gone ruck on ruck. Me and Magic, he's kicked three on me. But how much would that have helped you? It brought me back to like earth. Brought you big, yeah, yeah, it brought, like bring brought you back right down. Aaron yeah. Vandenberg played on Clay Oliver and Aaron Vandenberg almost what? got yeah. picked. He almost got picked. I heard the seconds wow. gave the first a touch-up. Oh, it was something mate. shocking. That's always the way, though. Like, well, you, you, don't going into, you don't want to get injured, you know? You're, like, you're thinking, fuck. Like, I've never seen Aaron in? Vandenberg play like that. Yeah. I almost <laughs> went to Goody and said, mate, get rid of track. Yeah. is playing like Chris Judd. That's unbelievable. So that gave us... And Burjo, we had so much confidence in Burjo. And you guys have played footy. Every... I'm not saying every high performance manager is the same, but they all sort of know the same stuff. Yeah. And everyone by round one is normally as fit as each other. It's whoever believes it. Yeah. And Burjo made us believe it. So every time we came up with something physical, like, for example, being 40 points down against Geelong, mm, mm. Um, or we got a bye week and most people go, or they might be flat after the bye, something like that, Burjo would come over the top and give us a self-confidence and we go, yeah, yeah this, guy's, this guy's the boss. Yeah, so he, he, likes, he flips the narrative around to yeah. just always like be able to get it back in your favour. So he might not be the best out there. He is one of the best, but... His way to he's like he's like a real estate agent. His yeah. way to sell the message yeah. is unbelievable. So he's that. got us all hooked. Yeah. yeah. But in the end, what he does is like, let's say we need a K of speed at the end of training before we go off. He'll just everyone thinks that he's got all these high tech stuff. It's he just goes all right, do ten hundreds. Like it's not that high tech. Yeah. But he sells yeah. it really well. And then round one, who'd we play Frio? He comes up and goes, your opponent who was Darcy, or I know it was Lloyd Meek. He goes, you'll be fitter than him. And I look at him and I go, yeah, Berjo's right. I'm fitter than him. I probably wasn't. Yeah. But it's just the way he sells yeah, the yeah, That's yeah. awesome. And you get the belief and then you believe yeah. it and then off you go. Don't yeah. think about it. Huge. Right. And he's now, he's now left. He's a Crows, yeah. Yeah. Because he went back for family reasons. He went back for family reasons. Didn't want to go. Um, yeah. He wanted to stay at Melbourne, but he had a bit going on back in South Australia. And with COVID and border. Yeah. Of course. And when you look at it, he knew... He had those issues when he picked Melbourne, but he didn't know COVID would be a thing yeah. where he couldn't get to Adelaide at all. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a smart decision for him. That's good that you got the flag and he was there. and yeah. Well, he hasn't won it. anything as well. So he's, yeah. he's the best ever, apparently, yeah. in this space wow. in high performance. And he's never won. He's won an FA Cup for Liverpool and they treat them like nothing. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. What's, uh, what's changed for you since the grand final? Obviously, you've got the beautiful arrival of, of George with your partner, Jess. Who's yeah. uh, dominating mumhood? She's is she loving it? And how is young? We're doing how well. is the young man? We are we are doing well. Although we we had a lunch yesterday with her four or five other families, and someone asked her. <laughs> someone asked her. Um, 
what's what weren't you like what's new to you what were you not ex- <laughs> what, what, what were you not expecting that's happened in motherhood and she goes I didn't think I'd be doing it all myself while I'm, <laughs> while I'm at the table and I feel like I've been pretty hands on so yeah, I've yeah. been some pretty big feedback some there direct feedback just some direct feedback so I, I get relatively tired I don't really like Beating sunset by too much with my sleep. I like to yes. be right on like, sunset, yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. and which at the moment's around nine. Yeah, and that's and bath times at ten, which yeah, is a bit of an issue. <laughs> <laughs> and and I can't do much after bath time, so I feel like it's a, it's a smart move. <laughs> that's great. But uh, otherwise, going well. George, um, he eats, he sleeps. Um, which is two yeah. great things. He's yeah. unbelievable at farming, Essential things. which is also a great oh, thing. Yeah, like apparently it's good. Get yeah. all the gas out. So yeah. he's now. What is he? He's now the second best father. In, no, he's the best father in the house. Jess is second, I'm third. Oh. <laughs> um, what was it like changing the first nappy? Not as bad. So Jess, um, Jess was a bit out of it on night one. So I was sort of in control. Yeah. Um, so she was in and out of sleep over there. So I got... And the funny thing is I got all the demonstrations from the nurse. And yeah. Whatnot, but I was in control of the kid for the, for the first two hours because she had a C-section. The first two hours... They're, they're worried about her and mm. they just give George to me. And yeah, no you one else like, is in the room. Yeah. Like, there's not even a nurse with me. I'm just sitting there going, with there looking at George yeah. going, what, what do I do? Oh, man. <laughs> what happens if he starts crying? Yeah. Like, I got no idea. I can't do anything. Um, and then that night, you got to learn um, all the things like changing nappies and how you uh, swaddle them, which is a myth. There's, you don't like you don't believe well, there's it. these other things where they put their like their arms oh, yeah. in like and you zip it up and it's like a swaddle that, so we haven't swaddled them since the hospital there's so many myths like cutting the umbilical cord I, that's that's a myth yeah like, so you just leave it on no they they <laughs> cut it and then they take me over to like a the 20 meters away so it's obviously not attached to Jess and then I cut a cut a oh that's just a little oh, thing oh, for you yeah 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 <laughs> okay. like, who yeah. cut it yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't go. need this yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is weird um, but yeah, it's been the best seven weeks um, it really has I, I, they've come at great times like I had 13 years trying to win a flag um, yeah it's awesome and then a baby comes straight after that it's massive man absolutely huge it's and it's a big year but one thing that has gone backwards there's not many things that have gone backwards in your life but one thing is your golf like you're still really struggling <laughs> um, I beat you I think the other day when we yeah. had that competition really um, I'm still going to come down to Sorrento in the off season and I like I'm not even just saying this but I honestly back myself in to, to beat you this is weird because it was a draw so I'm not sure why you're is there, is yeah, mentally it, I won. What yeah. was the score? Mentally, guy? I had the edge. No, we just played one hole. Okay, so it's going to say there's got to be yeah. a full story yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're going to have. The well, game. he looked he looked better. Like Ominous. We're at the driving range. Probably had fifty hits each, and I would have put the only twenty balls over the two hundred meter mark. Yeah, but you put fifty within the fifty meter mark, but they're all within the same. Every area club, of each I hit my driver <laughs> to pitching wedge the same distance. Like they just all go to the same spot. So when I hit one, I'm better. But if Do you I smoke a ball, he does. Not as much as you what can, some others can. You can smoke one. Dill's, though. I play with. I haven't played with you. Dill's very good with his irons. Can't hit the drive. A short game. Yeah. yeah, your drive's weak, but your irons are elite. But yeah. I wouldn't say I've gone backwards. I'd say that's the first time you've I've seen me. Better. That's where I was. I've gotten better. Yeah. That's the level you saw me. When's, that's, when's, that's my when's the big golf day? Are you, you going to organise Yeah, we're going we're gonna to do one. We're going to get down to the pin inch. Down that's the day way you put all and, the and we'll get talk. it going. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. Don't want to go to Burnley? Tomo's. No, nah, we'll, Burnley. I know that it's too much. Do you see much. Clayton around Burnley much? He plays there, no. he plays there weekly. Really? Yeah. No, I haven't seen Clary down there. But Tomo's been talking up a big game 
Um, Adam Tomlinson had to, to get us down to the ninch and have a game, He's but so good, he is so he is so funny. Maxie he reckons he kicks the balls out of the out of the, the roughs right and stuff. Yeah. What'd you get there? Yeah, you, four. What? <laughs> I just got a bogey. I thought I beat you. Like, you'll help him look for his ball for like four minutes and go, mate. I reckon it's lost. And you walk off a bit and he goes, oh, I found it. The old out the pocket. What is it? It's a away. It's a backup ball. That's great. That's great. Hey, That's Maxie. Great. Um, again. Congrats, congrats, congrats on coming in. A big part of um, doing it, which we're so thankful for, thanks to, to CoinSpot and everyone that's helped out this year. We're giving away 5K to a special charity that's special to you. It's one. Um, who is it? Tell us a bit about it, why you love it, and um, that's all I have for that. Early on, I thought maybe George's trust fund. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just to kickstart yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But no. Yeah. Uh, ever since I got to the club, I've had a pretty strong connection with a charity called Reach. Um, obviously led by the great Jim Steins and still really is run by Jim Steins in mm. a way to nine years after he's passed away. Um, it, it, it just creates a place, a safe space, um, workshops and being able to grow adolescents to be the best people they can be, um, which I think is a great thing. So they jump into schools, jump into football clubs, tack cup where we're all trying to work mm. out if we're men or not. Um, and they <laughs> jump in there and they, and, they, and they try and get people to be the best people they can be. So... Um, they need the funding to be able to get the great guys who do their workshops, the great guys and girls who do their workshops to be able to get out there and um, everyone wants to see 17-year-olds just run the world. So they jump in there and they do that. That's huge. Yeah, well, fuck, I couldn't think of a more deserving charity to go to, mate. Awesome. So thank you so much. It does, it does scare me that one day 16-year-olds now are going to be Prime Ministers and Presidents. Oh, no. And oh, yeah. No, 100%. And you look no, at them now crazy. going, there's no way, but yeah. you get... Charities like this to come in yeah. and they just create with, with Reach as well, is that, um, you know, I, I don't know a lot about the, the charity. Is that, uh, are they going to certain like at-risk youth or is it more just anyone who needs help? Like, is it, is Reach were at my school when I was growing right, up. Yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't used Reach, in. yeah. They actually, um, yeah, they was actually talking a bit more about bullying, I remember, and they were just talking about the impact and what, you know, just little things you can say. I still remember it was very, it brought the whole group, yeah, right. our year level all become very tight and it you know broke down little things that you might not think that are offensive but they are and then you know all of a sudden you're walking up apologize it, it was really good and because i've spoken to the guys recently and that what they do is amazing yeah. and they help the younger kids and they bring everyone together and um they have an uncanny ability to find the troubled youth within a classroom yeah but right. they also connect to the to the youth that's had no family issues and yep. is an a plus yep. student they're good. They bring everyone together. Oh. Is what I kind of remember from school, from the actual class. That's massive. Yeah, so we'd love awesome. to. It's a big love shout to out, to Reach. That's yeah, awesome. big shout out, mate, and congrats to you. And um, very, very happy to to be helping out and even just play a small role in it. So yeah, wrapped. We'll get that to Reach. I'd love to learn more about it. Might have to get him on the show next mm. year. No, they're only yeah. where they're based in. Based in uh, the Wellington Street in Collingwood. What's yeah, that? not far Huge. away. That way. Yeah. yeah. Nice. What's next for you? I know you are busy. You just had your last training set. You got a bit of a shiner. Are you guys doing yeah, maybe. Yeah, in boxing's banned. No, boxing's You do banned. know that. Boxing is banned. Boxing's no, banned. this is a headbutt in a marking contest. Okay. It's my own fault. Um, <laughs> who, who was no, Sam the Weedman. head? Sam yeah, got a big head. Um, Luke Jackson hasn't returned to training yet. He's still in Perth. So yeah, a lot of the boys are training in a waffle yeah. club. Yeah, uh, South Freya maybe? South Freya. Because DeBoer and there. Bobby are at Claremont. They're at Claremont, yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm we, the person I'm playing on is a makeshift ruckman at all at all times. So I had Sam Wiedemann today, <laughs> yeah, um, which was fun. Nah, the, you guys know well enough that the last session before Christmas is it's always hard. the day that the high performance bloke wants to go. It's my day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He gets a whistle, day. and they just look. We love Burjo. We love yeah. everyone that we're <laughs> But that day, yeah. fuck you. I don't think I've honestly. Ever, I don't think I've think ever had a good last day. They they tuck nah. their shirt in. They yeah. get that whistle out. They've got their sunnies <laughs> on, and they just pump, they go. 
pump their chests up and they just walk around and they love it. So and we finished training at about eight and a half, nine K and we got to 15. Yeah. yeah so and did, 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 did like, yeah, I don't just, know what Burjo's like, but, um, you know, we used to have like David Butterfant, um, uh, at Giants, we had, uh, David Joyce, Nick Poulos, Nick Poulos. And the one thing that is the hardest on these days, I don't know if Burjo does this or you've experienced it before, but they don't tell you the session. No. Nah. So you yeah. just don't oh, know when that. you're done. Yeah. You just have no idea. Yeah. Like you're like, we could be here for a long time. How yeah. good is it when they go quickly, everyone in, and then they, <laughs> they read out 10 names and yep. you kind of can tell, oh, they're pretty fit, those blokes. So yep. you're waiting. Yep, you boys are done. Everyone else back to the line. And yeah. you just see like, if you are done, you're like, oh, that is so good. Do you know we're, what I We were in running groups today. Oh, I was no. In the, I was in the tools, and which was, there was three groups, group A, B, and C. And when, when my name got read out in C, I just did a little fist pump. Like, that's a little win, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> winning, A's, winning A's, C group is the, the best. The A's are going to be running yeah. two more games. Way harder. Yeah, <laughs> um, the one thing that you can't do in these, and I learned this lesson the bad way, I've, I've spoken this before, but you don't want to be a last rep hero. No, I nah. did that in my first year, no. and yeah. I just got they, they did the old like if you win the next one you're out. Yeah. So probably like the the fifteen before that I was coming last, you yeah. know, just like just give it up, and then they've gone the old if you win this you're out, you know you're out now. And test. I've gone from there was a test, it was a test me I'm the idiot that fell for it, and I've just sprinted the last one, and he goes nah. You're fucking back in. I have to stay for the whole time. <laughs> if we, the whole time. If we have time, I got a great S- S- Mate, story as well. Tell it. So Michael Hibbard, uh, they were doing five three hundreds. <laughs> the That's the hardest test yeah, I've ever done. Is that the repeat five ones? Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's on the minute or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, two minutes on the two minutes. So yeah, you do that, one, yeah, then you're up. Right. Yeah. Uh, and the weapon, back when the weapon was the there, weapon. he said to them, he said, "No, you cannot beat your time in the last one that you did in the first one." So yeah, everyone yeah. made that pretty clear. Go hard in the first one, and you can't beat it. And Hibbo's just misheard that. <laughs> So they've done four, four three hundreds, and Hibbo's in the last group. So everyone else is watching, and Hibbo's taken off, and everyone's telling him to slow down. But he thought his recollection is they thought they were he thought, you know, all cheering him. <laughs> so he's going big on the last, and they're all telling him to slow down, and he's won the last one and had to do the test again. Oh, the whole, team. <laughs> the whole that, test again, the whole time. Mate, that test is worse than a two k. It's oh, the hardest know, test to, to ever be done. We did it one day, thirty five degrees out of Casey with a headwind, and Cole Sylvia went to hospital. Oh, oh my god. Oh, got what the hell? Oh, what are what are no. you boys test for? Uh, we're four one k's. That's what, uh, it's quite popular. That yeah. That's better. Yeah. Did that do you know year? I ran a marathon? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah I did do that. Actually, yeah, did you pull up? Good. No, but it's funny because when you finish footy, all footy players like I, well, I don't know about you guys. You, you're you're a good runner, so you might have. But I'd never gone for a run longer than three kilometers. Mm. Like that's the test you do. You don't run any. You just do sprints. You do this. You do that. So when I left footy and they're like, oh, let's go for a 6K run, let's go for a 6K. I was like, this is, there's no way I can do this. Like, there's, there's just a, no way. There's a rhythm, there's a pace. It's a rhythm, yeah, man. Yeah. It is so much, e- like running a marathon is 15 times easier than an AFL preseason. Oh, like, yeah. I'd take that any day of the week. We well, don't have to brain yourself. Like I said, if you've got to brain yourself, you get a short amount of break on the 300 and go again, it's all, you're already mm. in the pain locker straight away. With mm. a marathon, it's almost like meditation if you're fit, you know? Somewhat. There's a rumor the Gold Coast boys did a marathon. Within training. No, they, they did it. They, they were doing half, half marathon, I think. I think. they just did that because they like. Or was it, yeah. Was it part Nick, of their program? Nicky Holman did. They did like a fun run marathon. Yeah. I'm not sure if it yeah. was a part. But yeah, there's been a few There's been a few things this year that have pricked my eyes up. And that, you know, they're like, a couple of teams have gone back early. And they're like, yeah, we just want to get back early. I'm like, no, you didn't. Yeah. Someone wanted to. Well, and the rest of day, you were way too scared to do Rizzi that. One made an yeah. optional week before start, which there's, wasn't optional. There's no such yeah, option. The there's no such thing. I think that... 
I won't name names, but the Freo boys were going to the facility a lot, and it kind of put a lot of pressure on other blokes. Like, you're not coming in tomorrow. It's like, yeah, we don't start for three weeks. Yeah, I see that as my role a little bit. If I stay away from there, people will follow that and stay away. You have to stay away, man. You have to. I don't want to go to my work. No, no, no. You got holidays for a reason. And we. Josh's paddock, like it's the most open place ever. Yeah. Why, why, why do I want to train there? Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah. Maxi, um, we appreciate your time. We love you. We love you. Love you. What's next for you? I know you're going to ECM Wine Bar tonight. I still haven't got the invite because you said that I was going to come and do something. And well, I'm actually doing work today. Oh, you're working? Yeah, popping in yeah. to look at. Is some the new one that we're ready? We're open, aren't it's we? Nah, March. March. Still March, yeah. Okay. It's been COVID, what not Christmas. Yeah. Tradies have four months off over Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we've got to avoid that. <laughs> we love them, though. We yeah, love we, the love, we love tradies. We, we love, love the guys who are doing, doing <laughs> we the love, And we love high performance. <laughs> Especially on 32 degree days. Geez, we love tradies. Um, so I'd pop in, check some numbers and whatnot just before Chrissy today. Yep. And yep. then BNF tonight. Yeah. yeah. Um, which would, I, I think we're going to see a 24 year old win his third best and fairest. Clayton Oliver and win it by wow. 200 votes. I reckon. That's impressive. Did I don't you? Know even be close. I know you're a big fan of the show and you love it, but did you see we had Clary on and I told him that you loved playing with him and he was, I think I saw a tear in his eye. Oh, really? Yeah. That's good. We're, we're on opposite teams at the moment. They're trying to do a thing where we're not together to, so we get frustrated to see if we get frustrated. Right. Um, and I am getting frustrated. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's working. <laughs> yeah, they it's won. taking everyone away <laughs> from the other team. He's, he's just on this as well. I have keep having seven more questions. But lastly, no, not lastly, just whenever we finish. Your guys um, this year, like obviously the, the grand final's there. Who's like the one that's pressing that you think will be in the team next year that's hungrier than ever, that's pushing? Because you need those guys to keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. It's very one, the first point of that, it's very rare you get 22 with what, 23 in the uh, this grand final that are all signed and they're all here again next yeah. year. So um, we're all ready to go again. So it's up to the people who are out of the team to get back in. And mm. um, Jaden Hunt's probably the Sifa story of last year. He played the first 20 games yeah. and then rolled his ankle and was fit for grand final, but no Tough game practice. And Jake Bowie was seven from seven. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, a, what a story that is. Seven, That's huge. He came into the team for hunting and didn't lose a game and won a granny. Um, and then... <laughs> Um, obviously Sam Wiedemann Adam Tomlinson these guys yep. who have been around for a while yep. um, will try and work their way back in as well So, and to be fair those names are all the ones that are leading pre-season at the moment so they've come back mm. hungry and um, speaking of Louis um, Jordan Lewis that is uh, he's someone who's gone and won four and created a dynasty he said 100% when he comes back in December and January he's not that motivated but Ryan Shellmakers or I'm trying him. to think of someone else that missed out uh, throughout the Hawthorne years. Um, and Tom then Murphy. eventually won one. Yeah. Those guys come in and then they push it and yeah. they push it. And yeah. then all of a sudden I'm hungry again because Weeds is hungry. Yeah. Um, so it's, they've, everyone's come back really well. We've got, there's a little carrot. If you, if you get your 4-1K time in December, yeah. you don't have to do it in January. Oh, it's huge. And 11 guys got it and nine of them didn't play in the granny. Oh, wow. So there's some guys that are really hungry. Yeah. That um, day, the G, the I, other I, day. I, I didn't get it. I've done the test more than anyone I've, I'm a horrible 4-1k runner Yeah that's good You don't want to set the tone too yeah. early Because you just burn out That's right That day um, at the G The other day like I saw some Melbourne people working, Walking to the ground I was like oh this is You know it's nice My Melbourne doing this Makes the club feel involved And, and whatnot. But going home And seeing how many fucking people Were actually there Was pretty good That must Light the fire in the belly For next year Wanting to play Grand Final at home It's weird how successful That day was Like Going into it I was a bit hesitant I'm like This is a bit weird We're yeah. re-celebrating It was ages ago on. Yeah, yeah. Um, But then when you get there There's 40,000 At an MCG Not to watch anything They were there To watch a medal celebration mm. yeah. Like that's crazy And Huge. they were all happy They all yeah. left happy 
Yeah. It's a, so if, if there was a game of football to watch, imagine how many would have, obviously 100 would have turned yeah. up to a granny because it's a granny, but um, imagine the atmosphere it would have been. So it did give us a little bit hungry and, and the whole thing that we missed the family touch. Yeah. Um, mm. Post winning the game, I watched Geelong Hawthorne 2008 on Fox Footy uh, about two weeks after I played in the granny. I was sitting at home, I put Fox Footy on, that came on. And I was sitting there going, that's a different game. Yeah. We, didn't, we, we didn't play that game. We played a game over in Perth with no family, no friends. It was night time. Yeah. Um, and watching that, it just made me more hungry to play in front of a yeah. G, in front of our own fans. Not saying some of these Perth guys weren't our own fans. There are some Melbourne fans out there, but they, I think a few of them were West Coast fans of a Melbourne scarf on. Um, <laughs> but I'd love to see my wife when I'm going around the victory lap. I'd yeah. love to see Melbourne supporters that have been there for years, past players not just go into the room and FaceTime my mum and dad in a quiet room like I did. So that, that, that is something that I want to do. But I also understand how hard this year was. So when I say we want to go back to back, which we do, it's not arrogant because I, I know how hard it will be. So back to back will be one of the hardest things you can do because we had to adapt and become a better version of what we were in 2021. And every team is trying to get better than us. So it's going to be hard, um, but we're in a good position to do it. And pre-season started off well. So... We'll give it a shot. Yeah, it'd be huge. It'd Just be huge. Mate, we, uh, we bloody hope you get there. Congratulations on the last 12 months, everything before that. It's like a 30-year overnight success. A lot of people would think that like yeah. the grand final is, is it, but well, imagine 30, all that. I'm 30 in two weeks as well. There you go. It was physically and literally. Nah, I've got a wedding. Jack Trangrove's wedding. Yeah, there you go. You've worked so hard to get to where you are. We heard it this year. Fuck, all that work you put in, you still believe. You got it done. You've had little George. Jess is killing it. East End Wine Bar's done. You've fucking won the Dylan Friends B&F. Number one. Mm. Number one, everything. Is there a, huge, is there a trophy? Um, you get a slab. <laughs> you've given 5K to reach, remember, yeah, as yeah, well. But no, but no, no the, Mate, would you the, want a trophy or a medal? trophy's coming. I'd like something to remember. Okay, well, I'm, <laughs> that's actually on the way. It's just like loading this time here with COVID and stuff, yeah, getting okay, things yeah, in and made. Because yeah. I want 14 karat gold, so it's sort of hard to get. Yeah. Um, congratulations, mate. All seriousness, we love you. So proud of you. Keep killing it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. The big fella. Well done. Big Maxi going. Anything you'd in. like to say to your fans? <laughs> no, I've said enough. <laughs> yeah. The last two months. I've, 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 <laughs> yeah. We love that. Um, we love it, mate. Thanks so much again. Congrats to you and um, look forward to catching up next year. Thanks, guys. If that wasn't enough for you and you want even more, you're in luck. Dylan Friends is now on Patreon. Dylan Best Friends. If you'd like to learn more, you can head to patreon.com forward slash Dylan Friends or you can head to the link in the show notes. Thanks for listening to the Dylan Friends podcast. If you like the show, it'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, leave a review or even share with your friends. The show is produced by myself and Sam Bonza. Damon Jackman from Creative Edge Films is responsible for audio and visual production. The show is recorded at the Dylan Friends studio in Melbourne, Australia. If you'd like to get in touch or suggest a guest or advertise with the Dylan Friends podcast, please email us at inquiries at dylanfriends.com. Thanks so much for tuning in.